0: Let's talk now at 21 minutes past five about a new TV series that's catching a lot of attention uh, because it connects uh, so powerfully with things that have been in the the South African story, part of the South African story. And even if people don't know about the specific incidents that the uh, series canvasses, uh, well, the question of serial killers and the attempt to try and catch them has been uh, a, a powerful thread that many people have connected to. The series is called Catch Me a Killer. Uh, it's available on Showmax. And we welcome now to 702 Drive, Amy Jefter, who is lead writer on the series. Amy, a very Good afternoon to you. I would imagine that this has been uh, both wonderfully creative, but I would think for everybody involved in Catch Me a Killer, which is based on the life and work of profiler Mickey Pistorius, uh, at times incredibly draining. The subject matter, I would think, must sit with you often for many hours long after you've closed your laptop.
1: Yes, good afternoon, John. Thanks so much for chatting. Yeah, I mean, it's a very harrowing subject, of course, Um, and we are, as writers and creatives and, uh, you know, makers of the series, we are not forensic profilers, and so we're coming to this with, like, layman's eyes um, and, yeah, having to delve very deep into quite a dark and disturbing uh, subject matter. Um, Definitely a, a hard one to get through, um, but I think in the end, we made a fascinating
0: show. Well, you have a fascinating link to one of the stories. And, and many people will remember uh, uh, Norman Afzal Simons, if I've got that correctly, The Station yes. Strangler. And you, that happened, and the series opens uh, out in very familiar territory for you. Tell, tell us why yeah, it is so familiar.
1: I mean, Mitchell's Plain is, is basically where I grew up. It's where I had my former years, my childhood, um, where I'm from. Um, and so it was very poignant that the the show actually started and Mickey's casework started as a forensic profiler, the first female forensic profiler, and the first forensic profiler in South Africa working with the South African police service. Her first case was in Mitchell's Plain. And so at the same time as that serial killer was operating, uh, Norman Assel Simon's. I was um in first grade in Queenland, wow. and so I remember very vividly the um the fear that was running through that community at the time. Um, I remember that you know one of one of the boys were unfortunately found very close to the school that I attended imperial primary um I remember searches that happened in the dunes right behind that uh, primary school where I went to school. Um, where police would come and, and vehicles were parked and they were searching those dunes because they thought a boy might be there. Um, so, yeah, it was a very uh, strange time, um, especially because we knew that the victims were all boys. Um, he killed 22 boys um, during his um, run, I guess we'd call it that. And so, yeah, it, it was a strange time to be a girl child and be attending school and, you know, know that this case was ongoing, in the middle of this
0: community, what what have you enjoyed about working with the material? We've we've engaged, uh, albeit very briefly, on what is harrowing about it. But um, mm-hmm. you're you're a creative person. This is your life. This is your work. Uh, writing this kind of thing, um, it must be it must be enormously challenging because you don't want this to be only about the violence and the cruelty and the terror and the fear. Because there are powerful and and, and and really quite remarkable individuals, presumably involved at all levels of the tale.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what's been, uh, I think, rewarding is especially returning to a lot of these cases um, and realizing, of course, that in many instances uh, there were not really great police work done, but in some instances some really excellent police work was done, especially at this time when we had some of the most Um, I mean, the most serial killers operating anywhere in the world at a certain time between 94 and 99. South Africa was the hotspot for serial killers being operative. And a lot of these guys were caught because of uh, policemen and women detectives who were very committed to their job and did great work, put their families on the line, put their own sort of livelihoods on the line to be dedicated to the task at hand. And of yes. course, Nikki is one of those incredibly dedicated professionals. Um, so yeah, th- I think that was inspiring to learn. It was also just inspiring to to look at the humanity with which Nikki treated her work and the humanity with which she treated these monsters that I think most of us think and yeah. into their hearts and into their minds and yeah. found a connection with them and found the empathy with them even though she didn't agree, of course, with her, their deeds and her job was to put them in jail where they belonged, um, she also see, saw into the humans that she spent time with, the serial killers. She saw their minds and their hearts and often got to know what they were like as children, as young people, the abuse and the, the broken families they came from. All of right. that background makes us you know, serial killer. So I think that the, those are the parts I enjoyed. It's where I could find real humanity, mm, um,
0: mm the story that mickey brought to us amy jefter thank you so much lead writer for catch me a killer you can watch it on Showmax. uh there are many of the cases that you'll be familiar with the uh, station strangler is the one that she's just spoken a bit about it happened right in the area where she uh where she was living in mitchell's Plain, and her mom was a police officer at the time intriguing stuff 702 drive it's 28 minutes past five